0: Podcast listeners. This is your host, Dad, and I'm here with the three boys, Tyler, Noah, and Trey. Together they are TNT, and this is the Dynamite Sports Podcast. I want to uh, let you know that you can follow their social media, which is handled by Tyler on Twitter at TNT underscore sports underscore pod. You can get all their thoughts, and I'm sure there will be some live tweets going out this evening because it is Super Bowl Sunday. And guys, are you excited about that or what?
1: I'm super excited. It's going to be a fun. Super Bowl Sunday, Uh, looking looking forward to seeing some great plays.
0: Alright, so, first question, Super Bowl is a huge media event, a worldwide thing that everybody engages in, but there are so many elements to it, and so I ask you boys, what do you watch the Super Bowl for? Do you watch it for the halftime show? Do you watch it for the game? Do you watch it for the commercials? Or do you watch it for the snacks? This time I'm going to start with Tyler.
2: So generally speaking, I like football. But the Super Bowl provides, uh, like, a, a level of commercial that is just better. Um, and there's a lot of, like, TV shows and movies that generally circle around the Super Bowl trying to get as much publicity. And so I have a list, if you will. So first up is uh, the Peacock reboot, reboot of uh, Bel-Air, the dramatic reboot of Be- uh, Bel-Air, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with Will Smith except it's not Will Smith and it's going to be not a comedy. So that's going to be interesting. Uh we're going to get a commercial for Black Adam, which is The Rock in the DCEU as kind of Shazam's counterpart. Um and then we're also going to get Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness trailer. And we're going to get a Jurassic World Dominion uh new trailer. Uh we're going to get the new Lightyear movie about Buzz Lightyear um and a new lord of the rings movie is going to come out as well as the lost city and uh minions the rise of Gru. and then there's also going to be moon knight and i believe that is oscar isaac who played poe in um the new star wars trilogy and then we're also getting a new jordan peele movie sonic the hedgehog 2 top gun maverick and that's about it so commercials should be very exciting this year as always,
0: ties in for the commercials. What's Noah in for?
1: So, I know the commercials are going to be amazing. It's always been like that. I know the halftime show is going to be great. I know the snacks are going to be great. But come on, there's Joe Brr. Joe Brr is in the house. What are you going to think of that?
0: So, Noah is all in on the game. We're going to get your game analysis later on. Joe Shasty. We're going to flip it to Trey. What's Trey in for?
3: Uh, I'm here for the snacks. <laughs> I will just sit at the counter grazing the entire game if I if I can, if there's enough chips at least.
0: I think there will be plenty of chips. I think the chip makers just make a killing on the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> Same with the chicken wing ma- manufacturers. Between this yeah, and March Madness, stop. this is a great season.
0: Absolutely. So I personally, I mean, I'm in for the halftime show this year. This is kind of like my junior year of high school. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. So, my my bold prediction for the Super Bowl, I don't do any prop bets or anything like that, and I don't know if there's one out there, but I've noticed that in all of the commercials for the halftime show, the the underscoring track that they're using is California Love by Tupac, which, of course, we know Tupac has been gone from this earth since, like, 1996. So, my bold prediction is that Tupac makes an appearance as a hologram during the halftime show. Just putting it out there now. We'll roll the tape next week and see if so, I'm all right.
3: um... When you mentioned Snoop Dogg, that reminds me. We got a dog, and we named him Snoop Dogg.
0: That's right. That's how big That's fans sure. we are. Right? So, yeah. So, Snoop Dogg's going to get to see Snoop Dogg yeah. tonight. Yes.
3: He's a golden doodle for any fans. He also has an in- insta page. It does yeah. have an
0: Instagram. I don't remember the handle. Snoop Dogg the doodle. Yes. All right. So, let's go back to Trey. Trey said he's in for the snacks. So, my next question, guys, is what is the best Super
3: Bowl snack? I'll go first since I said snacks. Uh, the five-layer bean dip. No question.
2: What are the five layers for you? Uh, In order,
3: in order, cheese, sour cream, salsa, guacamole, and then the black beans at the bottom.
0: Interesting. Save
3: them the best for last. Just
0: got a a nice cross-section of Mexican flavor. Exactly. With a nice crisp chip. Exactly. Alright, Noah is not a fan of the black bean dip, so Noah, what are you going with?
1: I'm going with the beautiful guac. I'm just going to keep eating the guac, you know, keep waiting for the bangles. Keep seeing what's going to happen, you know?
0: All right. Ty, what are you in for? for I'm specs? here
2: for the potato skins. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> you take out the worst part of the potato, which is just like the the white, meaty, kind of bland part, You keep the best part, which is the skin. That's It's just, it's flavorful. And then you put all this good stuff in it. You can put, like, ground beef, salsa. You can put guacamole in it if you want. Like, come on. The potato skin is so slept on. <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. We need to talk more about like, potato skins.
3: I haven't tried a potato skin. I don't think so. <sighs> oh my god, Trey. Or not at least like the special kind. I've oh had like god. potatoes with skin on it, but I haven't had specifically just the potato skin with all the stuff on it.
0: All right. We're going to have to enlighten Trey. I didn't realize you had not had that experience. All right, guys. So moving on. One of the big things this week uh, in in the NFL, as we had Super Bowl week evolving, is this NFL Honors, which is something they've done the last few years, kind of an Academy Award style award show for the NFL to unveil all of its award winners for the year. And so the NFL Honors took place this week. We had a lot of our favorite players from the Buccaneers who were up for awards, and unfortunately, none of them came home with any hardware. So guys, how do we feel about the NFL honors? Do you feel like the Bucks were snubbed?
2: Well, first of all, Keegan Michael Key is an absolute star. I will not hear any Keegan Michael Key slander ever. The man is amazing.
3: Oh, especially when he
1: had Gronk say Gronk in there, uh, yeah. but he said Rob. Yeah. All it's right. Pretty funny. My favorite part, definitely, of the NFL honors, is Roger to go. I'm just here for the hugs. You know, just. <laughs> My nice favorite moment. part
3: was J.J. Uh, Watt announcing his brother as the next defensive player of the year. And J.J. Watt won it, like,
1: five times, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Five yeah. or three. Yeah. I'm, five or three.
1: I'm definitely going to be annoyed for a little while just at the fact that the Bucks got robbed right there. I mean, like...
2: In which award?
1: Uh, Definitely the Hall of Fame for Rondé Barber. Because, yeah. dude dude is just definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't understand.
2: I don't remember the name of the defensive back that got in ahead of him. But Rondé, like, Greg Allman from The Athletic used to write for the Tampa Bay Times, tweeted out a list of their both of their career stat lines, and Rondé had so much more. Just of everything. More and interceptions, more career touchdowns, more interception yardage, more sacks, more tackles. I just don't get it.
1: He literally made the nickelback position, like, he carved out a position for the Bucks, and then he used that to become a great, great corner in the league. So why I, is it taking
3: over ten years, over a decade, over my lifetime almost?
2: Well, he's only been eligible for two years. Really? And there have been
0: yeah. Well, he's he, no, he's been eligible for more than two years. two years. He's he's only been, been in, a in the final ten. Yes. He's been a finalist the last two years. Leroy Butler, who got in as a defensive back has been eligible for 15 years for Hall of Fame induction. So 15 years of eligibility with very comparable stats to, to Rondé Barber. Some may think that maybe he just is in line ahead of Rondé. But I he would retired hope. earlier? Yes, he retired much earlier. And I, I understand why you guys don't know who he is because he's back when they originated the Lambo Leap, Leroy Butler. Um, what what burned me as a Bucks fan and as, as, as a, a, a fan of the NFL is they, 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 they had a really cool feature in there where they had – Players from the team of the Hall of Famer introducing them. So up pops Brett Favre, and he says, I want to introduce Leroy Butler. And he introduces his Packer teammate, one Hall of Famer, to another. And so they're going through this cycle of scenarios, and up (coughs) pops Derrick Brooks. And I jump out of my seat. My heart skips a beat. This is the moment that Rondi Barber is going to be introduced by his teammate Derrick Brooks. And lo and behold, Derrick Brooks introduces Cliff Branch, an 80s receiver from the Raiders. So the NFL pulled a fast one on Bucks fans and really kind of. Who
3: is Cliff Branch? Oh no,
0: don't sleep on Cliff Branch. He's one of the fastest receivers ever. He, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a great yeah. player, played in several Super Bowls. It was just why didn't they have a Raider do it? Why didn't they have Derek Brooks do it and and rip my heart out of like, my why chest? Why didn't they have John
3: there. Gruden do it or something?
0: Uh, well, no, they will no. not have John.
2: Gruden I don't think John Gruden will anything work, do anything for the NFL for probably a good 10, 15 years. If I, ever.
0: I, I think he's done with the he's done in the NFL. There's no way he can resurrect his career. interesting. This. See, an interesting so,
2: proposition though. What if he goes to the XFL or USFL? you think he could do it?
0: I, I, when, when, when you're exposed as having racist comments and, and being a racist, which is what he's accused of, I don't think there's any way to resurrect his career at this point. So but going I, back to the to the snubs MVP Aaron Rodgers.
3: Again, like it's just dumb how can he win twice in a row i want both of their stat lines this year
2: okay before we just straight up slander aaron Rodgers, let's recognize that he's probably the greatest arm talent the nfl has ever seen he's one of he's not like an immobile quarterback he's he can run if he needs to so let's let's recognize that aaron Rodgers is also great but i think it's also fair to say that tom brady had one of the best seasons of his entire career, and he's the greatest quarterback, literally of all time.
3: And he just retired, so th- that's disrespectful at the least.
2: I don't, I don't know that it's disrespectful though. He did finish. So I, I saw a stat that was like quarterbacks that retired recently in their in their quarterback rating in their final season, and Tom Brady was the only one that finished within the top ten, and he finished first. The other ones were like Philip Rivers finishing eleventh, Ben Roethlisberger finishing like sixteenth. Drew Brees finishing, like, 29th or something ridiculous like that. Or maybe Ben Roethlisberger was 29, Drew Brees was 16, because that would make a little bit more sense, given that Ben Roethlisberger can't throw five yards downfield. Um, but Tom Brady was still snubbed. He set, he again, for the second year in a row, set the Bucks record for passing touchdowns, which, again, isn't saying much, but 40 touchdowns in a season at the age of, Forty-four. It's incredible.
3: And twice in a row. He and broke, twice in a row. He broke his record from the year
1: before, Mike. Yes, me.
2: and he beat that last year. He beat the record by like ten touchdowns because the record was like thirty-five or something like that. James Winston. Don't mention him. And then he also threw for fifty-three hundred yards, leading the NFL in passing. It's just absurd.
0: So, well, there are two schools of thoughts when you're coming to MVPs in any league. Are you talking about the most valuable player as far as the player who has the best statistics for the year? Or are you talking about the player who was most important to their team? And I think, as I play devil's advocate here with you guys, because I know you guys are Brady fans, think about taking Aaron Rodgers off of the Packers. What would their record be? Or if you took Tom Brady off of the Bucks and what their record would be? I would argue that Brady has a better supporting cast, and the Bucks would probably be better without him than the Packers would be with Rodgers.
2: So... My problem with that is, the Bucs were missing Chris Godwin for half the season. They were missing Antonio Brown for the last five games or something like that. They only had Mike Evans, really, on offense. Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski was definitely a contributor. He's just not as good as other tight ends at this point, because he's so old and he's had so many injuries. Aaron Rodgers still had Devontae Adams for the entire season. Devontae Adams is, well, I would like to see the stats, but he's definitely, like, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL every year.
3: And... In the San Francisco game, he had like thirteen targets that game. He San Francisco versus just, Packers. It's, it's
2: just absurd that we we ignore Aaron Rodgers' supporting cast, and we always talk about Brady's supporting cast. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a bad offense around him. He has AJ Dillon, who is a very he's a young um, he's a young running back, and he has a lot of potential. And he had a really good year after Aaron Aaron Jones got hurt, right? Yeah. Also. Hall of Fame thighs. Let's let's be honest here. Probably behind Saquon right now for best thighs in the NFL.
3: As I would say, tree trunks.
2: He has too many fridges for legs. <laughs> um so let's he also had Alan Lazard who got hurt early in the year, but Alan Lazard is also a pretty good wide receiver.
1: And then on top of that he has Marcos Valdez Scantling, who was short for short he was hurt for a short time this year, but He's doing He's doing better.
3: Alright, so, so
0: let's get to our final topic. It's Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl breakdown and picks. Tyler, what do you got?
2: So, the team I'm obviously rooting for is the Bengals. I'm kind of obsessed with this team right now. Joe Burrow is probably...
1: Joe Burrow.
2: Joe, Joe Shiesty. Yeah. Um... Uh, he's just electric. He's one of, we already knew he was going to be one of the greatest draft prospects as, at a quarterback position coming out of the draft since like Andrew Luck. And then we had Trevor Lawrence behind him. Trevor Lawrence has been kind of disappointing. So Joe Burrow is, people say Patrick Mahomes is the future of the NFL, but right now it looks like Joe Burrow is.
3: He beat Patrick Mahomes.
2: He beat Patrick Mahomes twice. twice. after After being behind in the second half. So no matter what happens tonight, Let's not forget that Joe Burrow is a great second half player. So going into halftime, let's not let's not like count the Bengals out because it seems like we do that every week and then they end up winning. Also, Jamar Chase. What more is what more can be said about him? He's electric.
3: He's like if you took Justin Jefferson but double that.
2: Yeah, and then they also have C, C. J Uzoma. Not not a big name, but also like a really strong contributor. And they also have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, both very young, very, very fast, and very, very good receivers. So they have a good, strong, young offense. Whether that team can overcome the number one ranked defense in the NFL, the Rams, that's a different story given that the Bengals offensive line gave up like 10 sacks to the Titans a couple weeks ago. To the Titans. Not a bad team, but not a team you give up 10 sacks to. Come on. And then also... Let's not pretend that the Rams also don't have weapons. Odell Beckham Jr. is not—he's not—not—not not good, um, but he's also a little bit old, and he's—he's lo- he's definitely lost a step at this point. They also have Cooper Cup. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. He just like, kind of almost broke a receive- single yeah. season receiving he record. Won uh DraftKings player of the year for having... DraftKings player of the year I'm glad we're It's
3: it's a dumb award I know I know we're but letting uh, DraftKings 72 DraftKings Draft stuff
2: So in summary Matthew Stafford also don't com- count him out of games given that he just beat the Bucks in the final seconds of a game 2 weeks ago 3 weeks ago yes with Cooper Cup with Cooper Cup of course And again Let's also remember that it's the Super Bowl, and funny things happen in every Super Bowl. Everyone remembers the Broncos and Seahawks Super Bowl where Peyton Manning loses the opening snap of the game.
3: As a safety, yeah. Yeah, so. it ended
2: in a safety, and that game ended up like 38-3. Uh-huh. So, and, Pey- and Peyton Manning was like the favorite that year. It was, it was supposed to be his final triumphant ride, and it didn't end up being. So that's all I got to say on Super Bowl. Today.
1: All right, so stat-wise, I'm just going to say this out loud. The Bengals might have one of the best receiving cores in the league. I'm just going to say this. CJ Ozoma. Dude, I picked him up halfway through the fantasy football year. And man's got me so many points. I mean, like, my entire fantasy year almost changed because of him. And then from when the Bengals didn't have anyone after AJ Green left... Tyler Boyd stepped up. Higgins got drafted, and he stepped up. And now we got Burrow, and we got Chase, and those two are just electric. And they have that, you know, dynamite time that they can just <laughs> dynamite. take it on, and they can just throw it at you. So yeah, that. But then I'm gonna say, if I had to say it, Bengals got the number one receiving core, but guess who has the second? It's the Rams. Let's just go off right now. Tyler Higbee. We're going to go Odell Beckham Jr., Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. I don't think i got to say anything more. It's a crazy receiving core. And then you also can add Cam Akers to that list. Because he has a crazy way of just taking the ball and then just making men miss, and he gets in the end zone. The defenses are going to play a big role to stop these major high-flying offenses because both teams have a good secondary and that secondary is going to be playing their hearts out because both of them are going to be on the point and they're going to have to be paying attention to every single thing of Matt Stafford or of Joe Burrow. It's just going to be... That's just going to be super crazy. You got a winner? Oh, I'm going Burrow. I'm going to go... (laughs) I'm going to 30-21. Wow,
0: all right. That's that's quite that's quite a beating, not very close. Trey.
1: Well, how do how can I say this?
3: Rams have the have Von Miller who had like 40 something QB pressures, I think. And then Aaron Donald who's a defensive player nominee. So defensive player of the year nominee, sorry. And they also have Jalen Ramsey. And Cooper Cup, the Offensive Player of the Year. Exactly. And MVP candidate. So, I mean, I am so cheering for the Bengals. They deserve their justice as, well, having like a 30-year slump. Am I right? Yeah. So, I want the Bengals to win, but I'm going to have to go with the Rams. I mean, when you think about it, the Bengals had 10 sacks in, in the Tennessee Titans game, as Tyler said. But And you can argue that Joe Burrow came back. But remember that Joe Burrow broke his leg when he got sacked, right? Yeah. And you have Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald who can do that to like any dude. Am I right? Yeah. So Joe Burrow might get hurt, and he might not play, but he's still just so persistent, and I'm going to have to go with the Rams still. It's just, yeah, the Rams.
0: All right. Well, I think the one X factor that none of you mentioned, which I thought was curious, is that the Bengals have a distinct advantage at an important position when it comes to the end of the game, and that is the kicker. We all saw Matt Gay here as a Buccaneer several years ago, he actually didn't play very well against the Bucks in the playoffs as a Ram. And uh, I, I think that Evan McPherson has definitely proved himself to be one of the most clutch and accurate kickers in the game. So if it comes down to the end, I give the advantage to the Bengals. I am rooting hard for the Bengals. I want them to avenge my 12th birthday because on my 12th birthday, the Bengals played the 49ers, and I was rooting for the Bengals, the icky shuffle, Boomer Esiason, that whole crew, Chris Collinsworth at the end of his career. And I was hoping that the Bengals would win over the 49ers. The Bengals did not, so please avenge my 12th birthday Bengals. I want Evan McPherson to kick a game winner and put the Bengals over Hey, the, the irony,
1: winners. I'm turning 12 this year.
0: Yeah, how about that? All right. Full circle.
1: So, I don't know if y'all saw this, but on TikTok, there's a TikTok with Evan McPherson in college, and he's doing the bottle cap challenge, as in, he's kicking a football from, like, the 40-yard line up to, like... The balconies, where there's a little Gatorade bottle that he has to pop the top off of. And he kicks it, and boom, pops right off. Yeah, I mean, this dude has, like, perfect accuracy. You can't stop him. Harrison Butker, or no, Justin Tucker,
3: sorry. The, the, the two have very similar last names and are great kickers. Justin Tucker has power. Evan McPherson has Accuracy. That's all i got to say. All right.
0: Well, he could be the X Factor. We're excited to tune in. 6.30 kickoff the, for the Super Bowl. And 12 so if
3: you're in California.
0: We will be back next week. We'll let you know how our Super Bowl bets played out, how good the snacks were, and whether or not Tupac Sh- Sh- Shakur appeared as a hologram in the halftime show. For the Dynamite Sports Podcast, for Tyler, Noah, and Trey, I am Dad, and have a great Super Bowl Sunday.